Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, how are you? I'm great, how are you today? I'm quite well, thank you. Uh, 64 degrees in Jackson and a uh, very slight chance of showers, but it looks like the rest of the week we'll get rain. Now you don't drive to work, but I do, and the fog, brutal. Really? Yeah, you can barely see. Yeah. I had a hard time getting out of my neighborhood. A lot of moisture in the ground. A lot of moisture. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's the moisture. Uh, should be a nice day for uh, Food Truck Tuesday. And I believe this is the last Food Truck Tuesday of 2021. And they have 14 food trucks planned for downtown Jackson today. And they're normally down here from 11 to 2, so you can take your lunch hour whenever. Um, it, it's going to be great. It's going to be a wonderful day. I am going to get Iceman concessions and probably big guy today. Mm. I think. What are you going to get? Uh, well, Tiki Sam's is always... You uh, always uh, get Tiki Sam's, and um, he, I think he lets you cut in line. You know, I don't think so, but I do... I'm looking at... The, I, I, there's a few of these I've not, I've not ever tried, so maybe I'll... Freddy's I'll I've never tried. Which uh, one would Freddy's, you... Freddy's Food Hut I've never tried. Nom Nom Ninja uh -huh. I've never tried. I had a chicken hibachi from there. Is it good? Really yeah. good? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Brandon, it's like 10 pounds. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's wrap. huge. Nice. Yeah, bring, bring extra napkins. <laughs> it's massive. So I hope you can come downtown for that. And maybe after or before you could take in a movie because it is the final week of the kids movie series at the Michigan Theater. And it's gonna be a popular movie, I think, this week. Space Jam 2. What's the part of it, the other part of it? A new legacy. A new legacy. Now remember, this is for kids, not adults, so don't be disappointed if it doesn't, you know, fill, check all your movie boxes, but it's, uh, I've seen it. It's, it's, it's You've cute. seen it? It's good for kids, yeah. It's brand new. Yeah, I know. Oh. Your son rented it the day it came out. Oh, like twenty nine ninety five. It was, it's been out for three weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah, so not brand new. Our movie guy. The, out for three weeks is new to us, Austin. <laughs> Semi-first run. Yeah, it's yes. new. Mm -hmm. uh, the city council meets tonight, and uh, last meeting they canceled because of uh, personal issues and illness among council members. Mm -hmm. And on the agenda tonight, uh, the city council is going to consider a responsible contractor ordinance. Mm -hmm. And I believe the Jackson Commercial Contractors Association are... Uh, expressing concern. Yeah, I think a lot of people are expressing concern uh, about it. And um, I think everyone wants to make sure that it's, it's the right thing and that it's going to be fair and benefit Jackson. So that will probably occupy some conversation tonight. For sure. And the city is also going to uh, consider installing a pedestrian island and flashing uh, lights uh, from Page Avenue to East Avenue in the area of Henry Ford Allegiance. Okay. So if you've ever been around there during like a shift change, um, people are crossing the street willy-nilly um, to the parking lots from the hospital. So there'll be a little safety zone. It's if not as bad as it used to be when cigarette smoking was a thing, <laughs> when you used to have 50% uh, of the um, yeah. hospital patients outside <laughs> smoking cigarettes by the bus stop. Right. That has changed. No. That has changed for sure. And I think the rule is if you, if you wheel your uh, IV uh, rack out to the uh, curb to have a cigarette, uh, you're not wheeling it back in. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing that you used to be able to just do that. Mm -hmm. You know, It's like smoking on an airplane and things like that. Right. It's just amazing that some of the things that we <laughs> have seen for so long took so long to go away. I know, like if you watch an old movie or TV show where people are smoking in a bar, it's, yeah. wow, it's, yeah. it's jarring. I was talking with someone about that, um, and the first experience we had with like the no smoking was my bachelor party. We went to Atlantic City, and the tri-state area in 2006 or seven had gone to no smoking mm -hmm. inside bars, so it was New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and um, it was so odd, you know, being at all these places, but what it did is... It, it, it everyone was smoking outside of these places, you know, because it was just a week or so into this. Yeah. So it was, it was crazy. But um, it eventually, um, you know, made it difficult for smokers. So a lot of people just quit. That's it. Yeah, I, I remember that. I was in New York City uh, like a month after that law went into effect. Yeah, and p people were. It was 
It was very controversial. But it's normal now. Mm -hmm. Our, speaking of the, uh, the hospital, we've got 13 persons being treated as inpatients for COVID-19. And over the weekend, Henry Ford Health System published uh, a, a letter uh, signed by uh, about 60 of their clinical leaders uh, urging the vaccine. Uh, in Jackson, we have a vaccination rate of 51.8% uh, first dose, or I'm sorry, complete dose, 51.8%, and 56.3% have had their first dose. So we've got a long ways to go. 51 new cases yesterday reported by the health department, 51 new cases since Friday's report, and we've had an additional death. We've had two deaths this past week in uh, Jackson County and the hospitals are reporting that in the state of Michigan, 98.9% of those hospitalized with COVID are unvaccinated. And people have said, well, what about, uh, how many of those have had COVID and end up in the hospital like a second time? And that's not known yet. Not known we yet. We don't, apparently don't. No, I think asking. what slowed the vaccination rate is the fact that um, people are still getting COVID with the vaccination. But again, mm -hmm. you know, just like the flu shot, you get the flu shot, you can still get the flu. It's just likely to not be as harmful to your yeah. body. So again, just adults making decisions for themselves. You're pretty much guaranteed you're not gonna end up in the hospital um, if you've had the vaccination. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And especially, um, you know, the younger ages too, we are seeing that, again, not, not as affected um, whatsoever, so. And there's a lot of questions. How long does the vaccine last? How long does immunity last if you've had COVID? Um, yesterday, I asked Mike Shirky, he, he has, he had COVID he last had December, yep. Yep. and I asked, he, he's not going to get a vaccination because he has uh, immunity, and I asked him how long immunity lasts, and he said forever, but of course that's not proven. Yeah, I know a lot of people that have had COVID that aren't going to get the vaccination, so um, I think it's common, but again, everything is uh, a a choice. Adults need to uh, make the choice that's best for themselves. And right. then if you're responsible for children, uh, you're responsible for your children as well. Mm -hmm. I think that's how it works. Right. Yeah. Uh, get ready for your third shot. No. Uh, yes. Today, the uh, White House is expected to announce a recommendation for people who got uh, vaccinated back in uh, January, February, March, that a third booster shot of both either, or either the uh, Pfizer or Moderna vaccine is going to be uh, recommended, and particularly for nursing home residents and frontline workers, they expect to start that in September. Mm. So we'll see that. Not a big surprise because like the flu shot every year, you have to get the flu shot and it was expected that COVID shot, you'd have to get that every year. Yeah, I think so. that the questions are when, you know, and who and what time. Mm. And yeah, there's a lot of questions that go along with that booster shot that I don't mm -hmm. think we've answered yet. Uh, the uh, Census uh, Bureau released uh, preliminary figures from the census of 2020, and Jackson County, as a county, has gained a mind-numbing uh, 118 residents. Which is a lot of people. Really, it is. <laughs> well, in because a room. if you th in a room, it is. But if you think about all the, you know, the, the way families are getting smaller, mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's a lot. I think that's a lot of folks. Yeah, Jackson County was one of uh, 33 counties in the state that actually saw population growth. Um, even though we um, are losing a congressional district, it's not because of declining population in Michigan, it's because of increasing population in other states. We actually were over, as a state, over 10 million for the first time in decades with this census. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Obviously, black men and, and rives up and, uh, you know, you think of what just the way that area of the community has changed with the investment into the schools. And um, so, yeah, I think little parts of, of uh, town are growing. You know, it's the, the city, our city population is, is shrinking, um, which is, you know, it's, it's sad. A lot of people, have, you know, people still like to move out of the city. But what's nice is we have had some new opportunities uh, come down for 
uh, apartment and some mm -hmm. some other housing but I would love to see more investment in the in the city of Jackson and um, get people living back in the city again yeah. well the new housing that would help yeah it would the uh, population in the city of Jackson declined in the last 10 years by 2,225. That's a 6.6% decline. We're now, as a city, at 31,309 residents. And only about 12% of those residents vote. Um, you know, <laughs> if, that. if that, election yeah. after election. So um, keep that in mind with your city elections. Um, you have the you have the actual the voice and the power, really more than ever because uh, they do go come down to the wire in in a lot of these elections. Again, you know if you only have twelve percent of thirty thousand people voting, it's not really speaking to the entire um, scope of the city. So it'd be nice if people would get out and vote, uh, especially the ones that complain. Brandon, Brandon's <laughs> a voter. The ones that complain that don't vote. Oh, those are the worst. Yeah, uh, we have, a, and it's, we don't know how many people actually did not complete the census. So there's. I um, did it the old-fashioned way. Someone came to my door, and I did it um, like that, door to door, old-fashioned. Nice. I thought, you know what, this volunteer has obviously went to a lot of trouble. Going door to door in 2020 <laughs> and 2021 is awful. Uh -huh. It's a, like a death wish, and uh, so I answered the door, and I was. Pleased to know it was uh, someone, you know, know? someone from the census and oh. not someone selling me Flint something else. Flint, city of Flint, lost 20% of their residents, and uh, it's probably because the water's bad. Uh, Grand Rapids, uh, Ann Arbor, both grew. No surprise there. City of Detroit shrunk as well. How would you like to be a realtor in Flint? <laughs> How would you like to be anyone in Flint? Yeah. That's that's fair enough. Did I? I don't know if I mentioned this. Did I mention this? Did I mention about MIS and NASCAR? No, you didn't. They are uh, they're going to be requiring masks this uh, this week indoor, when you're in indoor areas at the track, not outdoor. And um, hmm. in a statement, uh, MIS and NASCAR determined that they will follow the recommendations of the CDC. So, uh, not much to do indoor out at hmm. MIS. So they shouldn't have you know, a lot to worry about. <laughs> really, there's nothing to do There's indoors. nothing indoors. No, the bathrooms. other than the bathrooms. <laughs> the bathrooms. So. Have to wear the mask in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's so. it. I mean, there's, there's nothing indoors. Um, there's probably a few little well, things. The, and sweets. Yeah, sweets. The Champions oh, Club. Champions Club and sweets yeah. like that. So that'll be a little bit of a different flavor for those mm -hmm. those uh, attending the race this weekend. So should be exciting. Uh, they get a lot of people from Canada for the races. Absolutely. Not this year. Yeah, and and they and you know one of their corporate uh, partners, Firekeepers, obviously, um, they you know they do have mask mandates at, at their uh, casinos and things like that. Hey, did you see Nick Walenda didn't die yesterday? Oh, thank goodness. I, I watched on Facebook Live Firekeepers the guy. He's the tightrope walker, and he. I just can't believe that anyone would put themselves in harm's way like no. that. It's amazing. And he's like talking, he's wearing a t-shirt and jeans. Hmm. Brandon, do you work out in jeans? Uh, no. I no. Would you <laughs> tightrope in jeans? Yeah. No. You know, it's just the guy makes it so much harder on himself mm -hmm. than it has to be. So, A lot of hardcore uh, people work out in jeans. Mm -hmm. You have, you have a message from uh, Comfort a, Keepers? Oh, I do have a message yeah. for Comfort Keepers. Yes, of course I do. <laughs> I have a message for Comfort Keepers. And we're going to get started at Comfort Keepers. We make every day extraordinary by providing in-home care that helps seniors and others live safe, happy, and independent lives in the comfort of their own homes. To apply, call 517 481-2177 or go to www.comfortkeepers.com and they are um, they've been hiring for a long time and they're looking for folks to come in and basically a lot of uh, companionship and really each each job is different and that's our job of the day check out jtv.tv for more uh, great opportunities and if you're hiring uh, consider job of the day to find your next employee. We have a uh, JC, Jackson College themed show today. Dr. Matthew Badke and Coach Rick Smith joining us today. Dr. Badke, 
after this. You need a plumber? From leak repairs to new construction. Grimes Plumbing Company, licensed and insured, probably serves the Jackson area with fast, reliable service. No hot water, drains clogged? Call Grimes Plumbing today, probably serving Jackson County. For over 35 years, Nostalgia Inc. has been Jackson's home for all things comics, graphic novels, and games. Whether it's Spider-Man, Batman, X-Men, The Walking Dead, or even Stranger Things and Star Wars, Nostalgia's friendly staff has decades of experience and can find the perfect gift for that fanatic in your life. With the largest selection and inventory of the latest comics, you're always sure to find something new and different at Nostalgia. Looking for something from years back? Our backstock selection can't be beat. And don't forget to ask about our subscription service so you never miss an issue. Into Magic the Gathering, D&D, Pokemon, or Tabletops? We've got everything you could ever need. Whether you're starting a new hobby, a seasoned collector, or just shopping for that superhero in your life, Nostalgia Inc. is the place for you. Nostalgia Inc. on Mechanic Street in downtown Jackson. Experience on-site financing with American One Credit Union and shop four local dealerships August 25th through the 28th at the American One Summer Car Sale at Westwood Mall in Jackson. Purchase during the sale and you could receive rates as low as 1.99% APR from American One and $100 gas card from your dealership. Visit AmericanOneCU.org for full details and to get pre-approved today. Rates subject to approval. Federally insured by the NCUA. Get the facts about the COVID-19 vaccine. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective and provide our best hope of ending the pandemic and returning to normal. The Walk-In Clinic at Center for Family Health is providing vaccines Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. and 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. No appointment is necessary. Don't delay. Stop in today. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to health care for all in Jackson County for 30 years. The Pick Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and Cack supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. Our first guest is science chair and virologist at Jackson College, Dr. Matthew Badke. Good morning, Doc, how are you? I'm doing good. Good to see you. Yeah. So let me, let's get started with JC. JC's coming back soon. What's the, what's the plan for JC? Right, so the campus is open now uh, to the public uh, as of a couple weeks ago. And the plans are underway to make sure that everything is in place and everybody who wants to come back for an in-person class, we hopefully have those available. For folks who would be more comfortable still doing the online classes, we're gonna have those available. And I think we've really tried to let student interest and demand kind of dictate whether our classes were in person or online. And so I think we've got a, a pretty even mix of both mm -hmm. for this fall. And uh, I think we've seen kind of like we thought, there are certainly those students that would say, I really wanna be in class and that's really important to have that interaction and, and hopefully we have that available for them. But we also have those virtual classes just like we've been doing the last year. Um, so hopefully we, we uh, you know, have everything that people want and need. Yeah, and you guys have to be creative. You might have some students that uh, have employers that don't allow them to be in large spaces or things like that. So it's just, uh, it'll, be, it'll be kind of an interesting year for you after last year. Um, but it'll be, I'm, I'm assuming it's gonna be even more fascinating for your students as you guys plug along studying this uh, coronavirus still. Yeah, you know, there was a time when I was kind of wondering, like, mm, is it is it going to be time to move on and stop talking about it? And mm -hmm. it seems like, nope, there still seems to be enough stuff that keeps popping up and variants here and different things that 
um, I do think it's going to be something that we, we are still talking about six months, a year from now. I was talking to a Jackson College administrator yesterday, and she said that the, the work from home for the, for the staff, really, you, they've missed a lot. There's not the collaboration. There's not the meetings. There's not just, you know, walking down the hall and say, hey, we look this. Can we talk about that? And they were just, and I think earlier in the year, they thought we might just continue this uh, work from home for a while, but they decided we're missing too much, and there are people that just... Uh, could be more productive at the office. So I, I do think it really depends on what your job is and what mm -hmm. you're doing. And I think that the college is taking the approach of let's take a little bit of time, let's get everybody back, and then let's take a little bit of time to, to sort out who can effectively do what they would be doing from home. And maybe there's some cost savings and stuff there. But like you said, there's a lot of folks that actually really would benefit from those interactions. And so um, I think that's something we'll be trying to sort out over the next six months or so. Well, last Friday, the Jackson County Health Department acknowledged that we do have the Delta vi uh, variant in Jackson County. Uh, what does that mean for uh, those of us that live here? I think that it was uh, a foregone conclusion that this would become the dominant strain, I think, several months ago. The epidemiologists were already predicting that based on the higher spread, this would eventually become the predominant strain and cause the majority of cases. And that, that is what has happened now. Uh, I think the vast majority of cases that we're seeing are from the Delta variant. And uh, it, it, I don't think it means a whole lot different uh, than, than what folks have been doing before, but it means that uh, we need to remain vigilant. Uh, just like I've said many times before on this program, um, it's too early to completely abandon those things that, that we've been working on the last year, um, thinking about, you know, especially those folks that are unvaccinated or can't be vaccinated yet, uh, making sure that we have masks, making sure that we're keeping distance, making sure that we're staying outdoors when possible, all those same things that I know people are really sick of hearing about, um, but the things that, that we still need to be paying attention to. The uh uh, all, all three vaccines are approved under emergency authorization, and there are people that think once the FDA gives final official approval to the vaccines, people there, there will be more people willing to get vaccinated. What's the timeline? What, what is next? What do you anticipate? Yeah. I know that um, I've heard uh, internally the FDA is really focused on Labor Day as their deadline to get the Pfizer vaccine completely approved. And so they're working really hard behind the scenes to try to review the extra data that's been submitted by Pfizer in order to get that full approval for at least that vaccine. And I have heard that same thing that it's, it's possible that there, you will see some additional mandates coming from potentially employers, potentially different government groups, organizations, things like that, that might take that opportunity to say, okay, now it's been officially approved, uh, so now we're gonna you know, require that everybody gets that. Uh, but we'll see what actually ends up happening. But hopefully Labor Day is when we're gonna see that, if not a little before, so that's a couple weeks from now. Uh, Moderna's a little bit behind. Um, it, They've been a little bit slower with the emergency approval. They've been a little bit slower with the getting the data from the trials. And so they're running probably a month or two behind. Um, but we should see this fall that approved as well. Let's talk about uh, booster shots a little bit. For those of us vaccinated, um, how do we know when to get the booster right. shot? And then if we did receive a, you know, say we got a Pfizer or Moderna and then um, that booster isn't available yet? Is it as simple as Tylenol versus Advil? How will that work? Well, I think, first of all, I don't think there's a big difference between the type of shot. I think there's been a few studies now that have looked at, you know, people got the first shot was Pfizer and the second one is Moderna or vice versa, and mm -hmm. it, it doesn't really make a lot of difference. Um, so it doesn't really matter which type of vaccine. Now, the recommendation first that there was approval for those that are immunocompromised, and I think that is really, those are the folks that really should be paying attention to getting a third shot. Um, people that probably are not going to have as much effectiveness from the first two uh, because their immune system is just not functioning for whatever reason. 
uh, whether it's illness or uh, chronic illness or whatever. Um, what the recommendation now is that they're suggesting eight months after your second shot, people should think about getting a booster shot just to keep that level of immunity up. Um, I'm a little bit on the fence about this one. I, I, I understand why um, there is an interest in doing this and, and there is some data out of Israel that suggests that there is improved immunity with that third shot. Uh, but it, it's just a little bit hard for me to, to justify that when there's so many countries that are so desperate mm -hmm. for doses. Um, you know, many countries are at maybe 10% or less of the population has been vaccinated and they're really desperate for more doses. Um, so lavishing a third dose on people that I think there is a benefit, but I don't know that they really are going to need it, yeah. um, is a little bit tough to justify, I think. Uh, but that, you know, we have those doses available and the government has purchased those. And so I can see why they're interested in trying to do that. It's the American way. We'll That's take a little extra just in case. Three, I'll take three. <laughs> it why, is, it is interesting. Use, uh, We're giving... Uh, giving away uh, free vaccine shots at the fair and no one will take them. And we've got people hanging from planes in Afghanistan. It's just, it's crazy, crazy out there. Yeah. So let's talk about a little bit about the, um, about kids. It seems like kids are still, um, I don't want to say unaffected, but they're less, less likely to uh, get serious infection and obviously death. The, um, uh, American Academy of Pediatrics has said over 4.14 million children have tested positive since the onset, um, and the mortality rate is 0.00% to 0.25% hospitalizations between 1 and 3% across the country. And, um, you know, seven states have reported zero deaths in children. Um, so when you look at those numbers, um, you know, as we start into school, and me as a parent, I feel pretty, pretty comfortable with those numbers. Right. I think, uh, and, th and that is held true even with the different variants that have been spreading, that it does seem like for whatever reason, and, and I don't think that's clear yet, maybe because of some pre-existing immunity. Um, as you know, I mean, your, your kids are sick a lot uh, when they're going to school. Mine were certainly a lot mm -hmm. uh, pre-COVID. Um, so they're always picking up different viruses and things and have runny noses. And so maybe that has um, enabled them to have a little bit more protection, maybe just because of their differences in the immune system development. We're not really sure, but for whatever reason, it does seem that while kids do get infected and they do get sick, it's a much more like a, like a common cold mm -hmm. most of the time. Um, the, the statistic that the New York Times keeps talking about that I like is um, that basically they've got about the same chance of death as going on a car ride. So that's, that's your risk. So if you're willing to put your kids in the car and you're willing to you know, take them for a drive, right. um, you should be willing to you know, deal with them being potentially around uh, COVID. Uh, it doesn't mean you shouldn't be taking the, the precautions right. that we know are effective, wearing masks, things like that. Yeah, and you still use the child car seat and the seat belt and all of that. Correct. Drive the well, speed limit. <laughs> Correct. Dr. Matthew Badke is with us, the chair of the science department at Jackson College. More with Matt after these words. Finding the home of your dreams is exciting. I'm Andy Bloom with Pillow to Post Home Inspectors, and I look forward to taking the next step with you in securing that dream, the home inspection. Having the correct information about the condition of a home empowers you to make the best possible choice when purchasing a property. As your home inspection professional, I ensure confident home ownership with a detailed and objective inspection of the overall condition of the property. Pillow to Post Home Inspectors provides you with peace of mind. Asthma Allergy Centers can help you breathe freely. Since 1980, our board-certified specialists have provided testing and treatment for a wide variety of asthma and allergy-related conditions, including immunodeficiencies and skin problems. No referrals are necessary, and we accept any insurance or no insurance. You can even use our mobile app to check in and pay. Come see us at our Jackson office or one of our multiple offices in Southwest Michigan. Lester Brothers has been performing driveway installations for over 30 years. 
crushed asphalt is one of our most popular driveway gravels and an overall Lester Brothers favorite. When spread properly, it can last for many years. It's 100% recycled, environmentally friendly, quarter of the cost of hot asphalt, dust-free, and ready for immediate use after construction. Contact Lester Brothers today for a free timely estimate for your future crushed asphalt driveway or parking lot. If you're looking for a high quality, affordable alternative to the emergency room, then come to IEP Urgent Care's new location in Jackson. It's the same great ER physicians who have been providing care through our local hospitals since 2008, but now with a new location to serve you better. Our ER trained providers believe high quality care is for everyone, so we work with all insurances, including Medicaid and Medicare. Come see us on East Michigan Ave. Just imagine how long your retirement will be. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? Do you have enough saved? Can your retirement portfolio survive a stock market downturn? So many times I hear, I wish I would have talked to you sooner. I am Brian Smith with Summit Wealth Advisors and I'm here to answer your questions. Welcome back to the morning show presented by the Pick Center. We're with Dr. Matthew Badke from Jackson College. Dr. Badke is the science chair and virologist. I wanna ask you about immunity. You have a lot of people that have had COVID mm -hmm. and that's it. They say, oh, I'm good, I'm done. I've mm -hmm. had it. I've had talked to people that have got COVID in, be in between the shots, didn't go back and get the second shot. They got COVID one shot. What is the deal with immunity? Are we ever right. immune? Well, I mean, that's the hard thing is that you're, it's a question that is not very easily answered um, and is not going to be the same in each person, which is why I can't give you a, a clear response to that. Mm -hmm. um, there isn't a hard and fast thing where I can say six months is the immunity that everybody has or, or whatever it is. I, I don't know what that is. Nobody knows what that is. Um, we do know that the immunity seems to be a little bit more long lasting than people were initially fearing. Some of the early studies had showed maybe only three to six months of immunity and it seems like that's not correct. It seems like it is a little bit longer than that. Um, the differences between natural infection and immunity uh, depend on the severity of infection. So oftentimes people that have more mild illness the, when we look at those antibodies that are circulating, which is really the signal of that immune protection, are those immune cells, are those uh, antibodies still circulating in the body? We see that they go away quicker for those people that have more mild illness. People that are much sicker, this seems to be more longer lasting. But exactly what that time is, is not clear. And like I said, will vary from person to person. Uh, again, immunity from vaccination is, I don't know, a year, you know, again, the, the data suggests eight months based on them suggesting a booster after about eight months. But again, it's not like it goes to zero at that point. It's just that, you know, an additional shot will increase the immune response even further. So I don't know. Um, nobody knows. It's still something that is going to take time. Remember, this virus has only been around for a pretty short period of time that it's been infecting humans. So we still have a lot more work to do tracking people for longer periods of time, tracking people that have been vaccinated, that have had the illness, to see how long we see those immune cells, do we see those antibodies circulating. Um, and I don't know what that will end up being, but that is an area under intense study, no doubt. But immunity is not forever. Immunity is not forever. 
Immunity is not forever for hardly anything, um, which is why you know a lot of the vaccines you get as a child, you get multiple times, and then a lot of them have boosters if you're exposed again. So it's something that um, we'll we'll find out how long it is. My guess is you know because of how quickly this virus changes based on other similar viruses, you're probably looking at a year or something like that. Uh, six months to a year would be my guess. Uh, you mentioned you uh, are continuing to see interest in the study of uh, this particular uh, virus. What will you be having as far as your classes this fall that uh, students might be interested in? Well, again, I mean, we really focus on looking at the public health response to the pandemic. And that public health response continues. It's changed a little bit. And so, um, you know, when we first started teaching the course last fall, we were talking about, you know, uh, what we understood about the virus and the disease. And, you know, now we are talking about vaccines and talking about immunity and stuff like that that we really didn't have any understanding of a year ago. So um, we, we just, I've tried to update things and keep it current with what our understanding is, which seems to change you know, every month. Uh, but I think we are gonna be focused more on what we're understanding now, what we're gonna do going forward, um, and, you know, vaccines, all those, those recent topics are gonna be what we talk about. Have you had any students that uh, have picked a career field or anything based on uh, their studies in not this virus? Th not that I've heard back on. I, a lot of people uh, appreciate just being a lot more knowledgeable than where they were at beforehand. So I, mm -hmm. I get a lot of comments, you know, that, you know, wow, I didn't have any idea about this aspect of it or this aspect. And a lot of people have said, you know, this is great because I have family members that, that don't understand mm -hmm. this or, you know, whatever that I can explain and, and help them understand. So I think that's, uh, it's really nice to hear things like that because uh, that's kind of why I put this whole thing together yeah. is that I was hoping that this would be a way for students to take that information and then help educate other people as well. And people can sign up for uh, any of Dr. Patrick's classes or any classes at Jackson yep. College. Fall registration is now underway. That's right. So people interested in just learning more or maybe supplementing their career or maybe even looking at something brand new. There's a lot of uh, different career pathways that you can get started on at Jackson College right now, visit jccmi.edu. you have room in your classes? Uh, a little bit, and remember we do have classes running throughout the semester, mm -hmm. so we've got some that start partway through, some that start halfway through, um, so we've got a lot of different options for students if, if you're really busy right now, uh, but the second half of the semester is gonna be better for you. You know, we have sections that are running then. I've got some sections of my public health class in the first half, some in the second half, so, uh, you know, there's lots of options for whatever works best for you. Awesome. Great to see you. Thanks for coming in. Great to be here. Thank you. Our uh, science expert, the chair of the science department at Jackson College, Dr. Matthew Badke. One of Dr. Badke's colleagues, baseball coach Rick Smith from JC, joins us after these words. Are you hungry for a deal? Cody Dogs, just $3.99 over here. Doesn't make it full enough? Have an ice cream over here for $5.99. Want something more sporty? Get a flurry over here for $8.99. Better hurry up. Those prices are flying off the lot. Smart, you can't sell ice cream for those prices. It's too much. You can't do it. It's too much. Eminati's Frosty Boy. We want to sell lots of dough. Cody Minuteman Sewer and Drains, because no matter when it is, as always, Minuteman Sewer and Drain is there with same-day service 24-7, 365. Minuteman Sewer and Drain will be there on that day when you need them. Minutemansewer.com. What happens when kids have more space to learn? There's no hiding in my classroom. All of my kids feel like they're important. Da Vinci has helped me change my grades from D's to A's. The online option gives students a different chance to do things at their own pace. Da Vinci helped me feel more safe and welcomed at school. Kids were really nice. No kid would ever be mean to me. 
they get an education that's going to lead them to, to bigger and better things than they can possibly imagine. Da Vinci Schools, space for every student. For over 30 years, the Jackson area has relied on the knowledge and craftsmanship of Allen Brothers Fence Company. From wrought iron and aluminum to vinyl, wood, or chain link fencing, the friendly staff at Allen Brothers is the answer for your next decorative, security, or containment fence project. Residential, commercial, or industrial, call 764-2922. Visit us on Facebook to take a look at some of our latest projects or stop in and see us at 4200 Page Avenue in Michigan Center. When you open a Michigan-made checking account with True Community Credit Union, you can earn up to 2.25% APY each month based on the activities and relationships you have connected to your account. Open your Michigan-made checking account. Visit TrueCCU.com. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. With us now is longtime baseball coach, Jackson College, Rick Smith. How are you? Good. Good. Good to <laughs> nice see you. Nice to see you guys again. We were, we were just mentioning beforehand, how, how, how many years have you been? 16 years here and 16 at uh, St. Clair. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. So your, your stamp has really been made on that JUCO baseball level. Talk about coaching these kids for just a couple years and then really finding them a home um, yeah. in certain cases to continue their ball playing career. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of growth uh, at, uh, at their age when they're at um, the community college level. Uh, and I look at it as coaching is more teaching uh, and trying to get them to mature, try to get them to, uh, of course, improve, um, understand what it's like uh, at the college level and not, uh, you know, more baby steps mm -hmm. and, uh, and then develop uh, on where will they be next, set goals, uh, and uh, developing that network that I have at the four-year level already, it's really helped uh, our players to take advantage of uh, myself and Coach Gary. So That's awesome. It's made it really nice. Uh, Rex, the uh, Assistant Athletic Director at JC, and you've got athletes already uh getting ready for their uh, fall season. Yes, we do. We, uh, yesterday we had a scrimmage with the women's uh, soccer team with uh, U of M Dearborn. And um, it's always nice to have the athletes on the campus and getting things going. Uh, this morning when I went in, Coach Serafin had the, the cross country team going and uh, practicing at an early time in the morning. So it's always uh, a good time of year. There's some uh, upgrades of the athletic facilities that are uh, either underway or uh, soon to start. Yeah, I saw a lot of machinery there this morning. <laughs> and, uh, you know, one of the first things I was looking on campus to see if that was happening. So it's coming true. And, uh, again, uh, you know, we need to improve with the dates and, and you know, it, it needed upgrades. And um, we're very thankful and happy that uh, – you know, that we're getting that to, to take place. I want to ask you as a baseball guy, uh, your thoughts on the Field of Dreams game. I know you watch that. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, I, I've never been there, but uh, what, what, a, what an excitement uh, as far as, uh, you know, th that part of history and everything. So, um, yeah, I, and I want to, you know, that's one of the things on my bucket list uh, yeah. is to, to actually be there in person. Yeah. I watched... Almost the whole thing, and I missed the best part. Kevin Costner walking yeah. out? No. The end, the, the exciting finish. Oh, oh well, yeah. yeah, that was great, too, but it was the yeah. pageantry for me. And, it was. You know, yeah. and, it was And cool. Joe Buck, I thought, was restrained properly. Properly restrained. Yes. Yeah, he was properly kept, restrained. Yeah, a lot of nice pauses, <laughs> silence. But that was amazing. It was really fun yeah, to watch. Yeah, it was cool, and for people that grew up playing the game or watched that movie, right. I mean... You know, you grew up playing in neighborhoods or wherever, and things are so different now with social media. I thought it was cool to kind of take a step back and, and look at, you know, what it was, and it was just the game. Right, and, and good for Major League Baseball, publicizing it that way. And, and I think we, we need to look at, that, look at the game of baseball that way right now. And, you know, it, it's our pastime and all, and that was just a good flavor to have. Yeah. Big uh, excitement with the Tigers, too, with Cabrera on the uh, edge of 500. And I think uh, each game they've had more and more people in the stands. And we were there uh, we missed, yeah, a little we over missed. a week ago mm -hmm. where he was at 498. And we had our, we, he, was, he was in the game. He was 
But didn't happen. Didn't happen. No. Yeah. yeah, I made it there twice this year so far, and uh, both times he just wasn't really turning on the ball, and you know, then he had that, you know, that, that flip, and and he's doing a lot better, and you know, there's a lot of pressure, of course, and he just yeah. needs to relax, and it's definitely going to happen. Oh yeah. Well, you've got uh, a fundraiser uh, coming up, one of your uh, big annual ones, the Jets golf outing. Yeah, the, the golf outing is in year nine now, and, uh, you know, we, didn't, we weren't able to have it last year, uh, but this year uh, there's a big buzz, and, uh, in fact, uh, it's hard to even take any more foursomes in. Um, Rich and Kenny do a great job at Lakeland Hills. They've done it for the last nine years and with us, and they've kind of developed this family atmosphere and uh, it's great for incoming parents with players and our community uh, and, and we've done really well with it and it's again uh, something that's needed within the athletic department. Yeah, Rich and Kenny I think actually even stand over the uh, hot dog grill. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, they're the, and then of course cooked a meal and everything. And, and that's that family atmosphere that, you know, that starts. And I've, I've developed a great relationship with both of them. And, uh, and, and like I said, it's a, it's a signature event for our athletic department. Uh, you know, it's uh, revenues that go in our rainy day funds uh, that are over and above um, that helps each teams with uniforms and things of that nature and um, things that we do need uh, over and above the budgeted items. Yeah, and I know your uh, athletes do a lot of work on all the fundraisers that you have throughout the year, too. Yeah, and it, you know, that's important. Uh, you see the pride and you see the, you know, the excitement with the athletes and, and uh, you know, the participants at the events get to see them in person and, you know, share comments and stuff like that. So I think it's, I think it's important. I've been to events where it was for the athletes and the athletes weren't there and I just I, that's just not the way I would like it to happen and and that's not the way we're going to do it here at Jackson and I think it's important and and they like it too. You guys had a, a good baseball season last year I think you guys got knocked out in the quarters was it? Yeah with uh, Kalamazoo Valley yeah. you know again it was one of those years where we we're a little light on arms and uh, yeah and, and so on I'm not making excuses but uh <laughs> Um, we'll, we're going to build and motivate from that, and uh, I'm really looking forward to this year's roster. And uh, we have a lot of veterans, as you would yeah. say. I guess it's hard to say that at uh, community college level, but right. um, I think there's a lot of maturity and leadership uh, returning this year for us. So that's great. That should help. Do you have any fall ball? Yeah, and and, and with fall ball, uh, baseball and softball, we'll look at uh, different ways because of the both diamonds being on under construction. So um, we will start up here August 31st and um, we have some games scheduled a lot on the road and, um, and, and with the help of nearby high schools, we're able to practice during the week. And so same with Jamie with softball. Nice, it's great. Yeah, and with the campus uh, being open now, uh, fans will be able to come and yeah. go to basketball games and all the other. Uh, and, and that was so exciting yesterday seeing that. I almost, I was ready to take a picture, and it just was so uplifting. And uh, you could just see it with with the fans, and and being a uh, parent of a college athlete myself, uh, it, it's it's important. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's uh, important to be there for support. Yeah. It's heartbreaking watching the uh, parents of the Olympians on oh. video feeds. Uh, crazy. Isn't that it? was yeah. Can yeah. you just imagine the no. emotion and the mileage between them and uh, it, it's just a different it's a different different atmosphere in in today's world and in general yeah even the uh, uh, ninja warrior uh, fans have to be on the monitors it's yeah it's yeah. crazy so but you don't have to do that at JC you can come watch your your kids uh, play this year yeah uh, you've, you've impacted so uh, so many kids um, do you have any uh, you have any out at four-year schools right now doing great things, uh, baseball players that uh, you want to highlight? Yeah, I mean we've uh, uh, we've sent a, a lot of players. There's just so many. Yeah. And, 
we try to, you know, we look at it as a, a goal. Uh, and, and that's one of the reasons why a lot of players come our way mm -hmm. uh, because we are sending them on to the next level. Uh, and, and, it's, and the good thing is, you know, I, I look in the, the box scores, you know, the other day, or I'm sorry, in the spring, um, you know, I knew Eric Kildebrandt was going to be thrown mm -hmm. against Michigan and Ohio State. And then I, I, I looked at a box score and, and looking at Eric Kildebrandt getting a win uh, in the Big Ten playing Pretty for cool. Purdue. You know, that, that's a talk piece for recruits coming in. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do have players in the Big Ten. Yes, we do have players in the, in the MAC, in the GMAC. Uh, GLIAC, uh, and, and of course um, uh, the Wolverine League in, in NAIA. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, we've you know we had a couple of our players in the World Series with Adrian College. Yeah. Uh, so uh, there's there's a place for everyone. Uh, we just need to find it and fit their curriculum and their talent. That's awesome. Congratulations on uh, all the success and good luck at the golf outing this year. Well, thank you. Good to see you. Rick Smith, Assistant Athletic Director and Head Men's Baseball Coach at Jackson College. We'll be right back. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jackson, Roseville, Lenaway, and Allen counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CMB is banking that stays in the community. Your new ride is waiting for you at Avenue Auto. We've been giving Jackson great deals on pre-owned vehicles for 27 years. With 80 or more vehicles on the lot, each with a free warranty, we're your family-owned and operated choice in Jackson. The Pick Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and Cack supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Doing the most good, the Salvation Army is here to serve our community, offering a number of services. The Salvation Army will provide emergency assistance support for residents of Jackson County without discrimination. It's the Red Shield Classic. For more information, call 782-7185, extension 117. Serving the Jackson area since 1885. Visit us online or on Facebook at Salvation Army Jackson. When you deliver thousands of meals each week to hungry families, you need a lot of help. From volunteers and donors to some very dedicated partners like Consumers Energy, their shelter energy efficiency programs have saved thousands of dollars for shelters and food banks like Hidden Harvest. With the money we saved by upgrading our lighting, we delivered 34,000 additional meals. Welcome back to The Morning Show. Andy, do you ever uh, wonder uh, what kind of ship or regiment uh, Captain Crunch might be in charge of? I do. Well, this is what he's in charge of. There's an actual Captain Crunch boat. Quaker has uh, commissioned this oh, wow, Captain Crunch gorgeous. boat. And you could win uh, a week on the boat. So you can... Um, even bring your dog. You ever it. seen on Facebook where it'll show up and it'll say like, Andrew Sargent likes Captain Crunch. Yeah. And you always wonder like, how did you go to the effort to go to that page and like it? Well, I think the nice thing about this is it's stocked with Captain Crunch cereal. That's cool. The they cereal make... that will damage the roof of your mouth. It does. It makes yes. your, the roof of, roof of your <laughs> mouth bleed. It does. It hurts to eat, but it's so good. It's good. <laughs> And we talked about the different McDonald's meals, mm -hmm. uh, special celebrity uh, McDonald's meals. There's the Saweetie meal. 
I've already fired through about 10 of those. <laughs> and uh, I'm not that familiar with Saweetie. Uh, she sings songs. Yeah. Well, it includes a Big Mac, a four-piece chicken McNuggets, medium fries, and a medium Sprite, and it comes with tangy barbecue sauce and Saweetie in sour sauce. Well, how about that? That's <laughs> and wonderful. the best way to enjoy it is with, like you, French fries on the Big Mac. Wow. <sighs> hey, I brought some food topics. Oh, wow. Well, we're always talking about cereal. Mm -hmm. I've actually found some of this cereal in the stores, and I brought it for you. No kidding. As a gift. Dunkin'. Yes. Donut cereal. Congratulations. Awesome. I had to travel far and wide to find those, and I found them at a grocer, a local grocer, um, west side of the state, called Barney's. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so there they are. Caramel macchiato mm -hmm. and mocha latte. Mocha latte cereal. Mm. And I will tell you, um, don't think I had to go spend my entire paycheck on those. Two for five bucks. Oh, nice. Yeah. Is that on the clearance uh, shelf? On the end with like the old medicines. I think we should try it. Yeah. Do you ever go to the old medicine area where, oh, they, yeah. where they're just giving away the old medicine for like 15 cents? <laughs> it smells good. Yeah, I won't eat it. You want to try it? Sure. It tastes like, uh, what's that? Um, chocolate It's like cereal. Cocoa Puff. <laughs> cocoa Puffs. Cocoa. Okay. That's exactly what it is. It's, yeah, it's made by Post. It's probably Cocoa Puffs. It's delicious. Did you see the uh, what happened at the petting zoo? Oh my gosh. This is why I don't go to petting zoos. Yeah, let's roll the clip. Um, it's an actual petting zoo in... Uh, I like the guy with the Joe Ingalls jersey. Co Colorado. <laughs> And the handler, oh. she's, uh, ooh, uh-oh. Oh, dear God. Yeah, oh my gosh. That's Look at nice. Joe Engels Jr. <laughs> just watching it. A lot of people probably think it's just part of the show. Oh, the uh, kids. <laughs> one kid's got a mask on, he's gone. Uh, Joe Engels, his kid. dad came and got him. <laughs> grabbed the kids out of the way. Well, this guy. How's uh, the guy in the polo shirt? What's he doing? He is, he happens to be, um, he was an off-duty nurse, so he was there and able to uh, get her hand freed, and they were able to pull her to safety. He was a guest. He had a nursing background, and everything's fine. She's okay. She's okay, yeah. She's okay. What a traumatizing experience. Yeah. Well, what happens when they're feeding the um, alligators... Oh. They Did the guy splash the camera to try and get him out of there? Yeah. What presence of mind? Well, they told him, just relax, <laughs> stay calm. They had this <laughs> innocent bystander just stay on top of the alligator for a few minutes because it will calm down <clears throat> and you'll all be able to get out and we will um, maybe help you dry off your cell phone. But okay. wow, <clears throat> all's well that ends well. Wow. But, yeah. Yeah, they're okay. Everybody's okay. <laughs> You know, this isn't bad, really. No, it's not. It's good. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it probably is exactly. I don't taste any coffee in it. Does mo mocha latte have coffee in it? Um, yeah, I think they all do. No. Um, those. I'm always behind people that are getting like the ice creams. Oh, this has marshmallows in it. I tried the wrong one. Yeah, that's caramel macchiato, yeah. which is a, a little bit of a higher affluent <laughs> brand cereal. Uh, join us tomorrow. We are going to get uh, back to normal. And uh, we'll have Dr. Brent Ellis from Spring Arbor University, Joe Benchneider, making an appearance on the morning show. Do you know Joe's expecting twins? No. Yeah, he is. Wow. And Debbie Kelly, vice president of the Enterprise Group. That's tomorrow morning. Later today, Noah Nagy, he's the warden at G. Robert Cotton, Deborah Holton from JPEC, Jerry Jarzinka, our prosecutor. Lisa Kreiderman, Steve Tucker, and Daniel Mahoney all later today. Thanks for watching. Have a great morning.
I'm Adrian Sharp and welcome to Food Circus. The Downtown Jackson Cruise-In, held throughout the summer months, is a great event the entire family will enjoy. With a wide variety of classic cars, great people, and live music, it's an amazing event for one and all. But today, I'm here to explore one thing, the food. With so many options, my stomach is growling and I'm anxious to get started. So what's the Downtown Jackson Cruise-In have to offer? Let's find out right now. We are at Bellano 